love to have that freedom to praise Him, to lift your voice to Him. There's a place of freedom that we find in Him. And we're not ashamed of who's around us. No one can praise Him for you. You worship Him. Thank you. 
history occurred not in a large city, not at the hub of commerce or trade, but in a place that seemed so far away that if it hadn't been for a star, people wouldn't even have noticed it. And he came. Aren't you glad that he came today? Amen. You can be seated. We're going to uh, begin our candlelight service with the lighting of the Christ candle. And in a moment, I'm going to ask those that I spoke with to come forward just for some instruction. They're going to be walking down the aisles and they'll be holding their candle upright. So then you'll take your candle and hold it over and light it, bring it upright, and then all the way down the line, we'll do it like that. You hold it up light, upright lit. Once you get yours lit, take it upright. The next person will light theirs 
all the way down the line until we have everyone's candles lit. Jesus made the statement and said, I am the light of the world. But later, he would talk about us being that light. How many of you are glad that you can carry that torch today? Amen. I'm going to ask those that I spoke with, if you would please come. If you would reach and, uh, for your candle. Now, oh, together, together light the Christ candle. Now, if you'll move to your sections.
sing it together. of his hope began to fill the world from 12 disciples to well actually from shepherds first into and throughout the town of Bethlehem and that story continued his life continued to shine to this day that's how we light the world one soul at a time by you sharing your story what he's done for you is what causes the light of his love to ignite in another individual's heart. And then they begin to carry it where they go and they tell their friends and their family until at the end of the day, there's a light shining that cannot be extinguished, one that's burning bright for all to see that declares Jesus is Lord. Aren't you glad that we know the reason he came. I want you to turn around and look at the person standing next to you because that's the reason he came. Now, why don't you say that to one another? You're the reason he came. Now, together, if we will, we're going to extinguish candles in our hands but not the light that's in our heart as we welcome him, not just into the world, but into our world. Can we do it together right now? Would you extinguish those candles? If you would bring the house lights up. No matter where you're at, no matter where you go, you carry the light of his love. It may not be something that you can see with a physical eye, but I guarantee you those around you see it. They see that there's something different about you. They understand that you carry something in you. Well, I can't tell you the number of people that I've had walk up and my wife's had walk up and you've had walk up to you. And what have they said? I don't know what you got, but I sure would like to have what's in you. That, my friend, is the light of the world. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. The ushers are going to come and pick up your candles right now. Let's sing it one more time together as the ushers do that.
this Advent season, we've lit candles. Candles have been lit that represented peace, hope, joy, and love. The final one today represented Christ. This isn't for a season. This is what he wants to live in our hearts all year long. Peace. He's the prince of it. Hope. He brought hope to all mankind. Love, well, if you don't know him, you don't know love because he is that. Aren't you glad that he's all of those things and he's got enough joy to bring to the whole world? God bless you today. We're going to transition. Welcome Jeannie as she comes. Welcome, 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 and welcome again. You all look so beautiful this morning. I wish you could have seen the view that I could see from up here while you lit the candles. It was so beautiful. You just had to take my word for it. It was so beautiful. But one thing I noticed, and on what Pastor Rick was talking about, as we had those candles and as we lit one another's candle, our flame didn't go out. Our flame didn't burn any dimmer. It just had others to join us to shed even more light and more light and more light and more light. And that's what Christmas is all about. A couple of announcements this morning. We're going to have communion next Sunday. So be sure that you and your families are here for communion service next Sunday. We're also going to start the Daniel Fast on January 3rd. There's more information about that. We'll talk about that a little bit more. My only spiritual tip is to eat as much between now and January 3rd <laughs> so that you can bulk up and not wither away as we pray and as we draw closer to the Lord. I want to welcome you here on this Sunday service. Thank you, and can we all give God a praise and a clap? Offering. I'm gonna thank you. Offering. You just thanked him, let's thank him again as we take up the offering. If you would get your offerings ready for this present as we give it to enjoy the presence of his company in our lives. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you as we bring forth these offerings. And Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you are allowing us to bless you and your ministry in one but small way. Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask that you take every penny, every dime, every dollar. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, to strengthen, to encourage, and to lengthen and broaden the tents of your kingdom. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for everyone here. Touch, heal, minister, and we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask Pastor Rick up here. I don't know where Sister Debbie went. Where's Sister Debbie? Sister Debbie. Has anybody seen Sister Debbie? You just hang out there now. I got the microphone. Okay. You don't see Sister Debbie. There's Sister Debbie. I found Sister Debbie. I am so good at this. Just so good at this. Let's walk right through. Did you all enjoy the blizzards? We're dressed alike. You don't really match. Okay. All right. Oh, he kind of does. Okay. All right. Did you enjoy the blizzard last Sunday? Wasn't that hysterical? I loved it. We were so, we could have built a snowman with soap flakes. Okay. That was 
beautiful. The reason I'm up here now and have called you two up here is because our church loves you, and we just thought we'd tell you publicly that we love you, and we've all taken up a little something-something for Christmas, and we hope that this blesses your lives. And there you go, and Merry Christmas to you both. Get a kid. Woo! Thank you. Merry Christmas. Love you. Okay. We're going to take a moment. I know everybody in here loves to meet and greet. Is that right? I didn't say eat and meet. I said meet and greet. So we're going to take a couple minutes and let you wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Come on, hugs, handshakes, and high fives around the house. Everybody begins to make their way back to their seat. Everyone, please make your way back to your seat as quietly and as quickly as you can. This is your 10-second warning. Okay, everyone back to your seats, please. out. So today we invite you to enjoy a illustrated skit called Believe. 
Now, for many, this is their first stage appearance, so make them feel warm and welcome as they begin, all right? Okay, everybody in your seats, please. Don't make me come back there and get you. Okay, all right. Well, how about a big hand as they begin Believe? much of a selection today. It's not the selection, it's the competition. What are you talking about? Her Royal Highness over there. Who is she? How should I know? She showed up here two weeks ago, acting like she owned the place. Really? Yeah. I've been coming to this park for years, lying on that bench. So I walked up to her and I said, hey, Missy, you're on my bench. Do you know what she said to me? What? Go away! You're disturbing my sleep. Hmm. Well, where do you think she come from? I don't know, and who cares? I just know she goes through my bin, getting all the good stuff before I even get to take a look at it. Hmm. That's not right. Do you smell that? It smells like fresh-baked bread! <gasps> oh, and it smells like heaven! And here comes the dear little angel carrying it. <laughs> now that big loaf of bread looks entirely too heavy for her to carry. Yeah, what do you say we helped the poor dear out and lightened her load? Hey, Missy! You look all tuckered out. Here, let us help you. No, this is breakfast for the orphanage. Well, we're, we're orphans, orphans too, you know. Yeah, no one wants us little girls either. All right, that's enough. Give her back the bread. Well, look who rose from her throne. If it isn't the Duchess. I said, give her back the loaf of bread. Uh, of all the nerve. Hey, Missy, you've got half a mind to keep your nose out of other people's business. <laughs> well, I'm the Duchess, remember? And if you don't give that little girl back her bread, I'm going to crown the oh, both oh, of you. All oh. right, all right, no need to get in a half. Yeah, yeah, we were only just playing with the deer. Well, since you like to play games so much, I've got another game for you. It's called Lost and Found. I've never heard of that. How do you play? It's simple, really. The both of you get lost before you're found with lumps on your head from my game. Right out! <laughs> Thank you. My name is Annie. What's yours? Oh, my name's not important. It is to me. Why is that? Because you helped me. Well, it was nothing, really. I'm nothing? Oh, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. You're very special, I can tell. But you better run along home now before your parents start to worry. I don't have any parents. I'm sorry, I didn't know. That's all right. You don't have to feel sorry for me. One of these days, I'm gonna be well-to-do. Oh, you are, huh? Yes, I am. That's why I need to know your name, so when I'm rich, I can help you. Well... <laughs> You can call me Sam. <laughs> Sam? That's a funny name for a girl. Well, actually, it's short for Samantha. Annie! What are you doing? And, well, where have you been? I've looked all over. Look what you did to the bread. Uh, 
Well, for this, no supper for you tonight, Whoa, young hey, lady. Wait a minute. You can't do that. Uh, I beg your pardon. I can and will do anything I please. No, you have no right to treat her like that. Uh, when I want advice from the scum and riffraff like you, I'll ask for it. Now, come on. No, Sam, I I'm said, sorry. Come on. Are you all right? I love you, Sam. Hush. I love you. Hush. Sorry that me and old Miss Mythe sent you to bed without any supper, but we brought something up for you. Yeah, looks what I got. I brought you a roll. Well, it's a little smashed, but it's still good. Oh, thank you all, but you all shouldn't really have done this. You know what will happen if Miss Smythe were to catch you? She gave lashes with her razor strap, and I couldn't bear that. Now, let's pick up with these toys. But it's Christmas Eve. Mrs. Smythe doesn't care anything about Christmas. Uh, boy, you can say that again. She and we don't get anything for Christmas. She takes all the fun she collects for us and spends it on herself. Now, what did I tell you about believing? Jesus said all things are possible if we believe. Now, off to bed, and let's believe for the merriest Christmas we've ever had.
good night. Don't forget to say your prayers. God, thank you for sending Sam to protect me. She is such a nice lady. It's so cold out, God. Please, wrap her in your arms and keep her warm and let her know she is loved. And God, please give the children a Merry Christmas. It's been so long since we've had one. Lord, help us believe. I believe, I believe, I believe.
and shine, everybody. There's work to be done. Work. Now get up. Get up. I don't care that it's Christmas Day. Yes, it's Christmas Day. So you can start by decking the halls. Get a mop and a bucket and get busy. Who in the world could that be on Christmas Day? Huh. Maybe it's somebody bringing presents for these poor little children that I can take home for myself. <laughs> What's the meaning of this? My Who do you name, think you are walking in here like you own the place? My name is Samantha Higgins, and as of 6 a.m. this morning, I do own this place. What? Yeah. Gentlemen, now let me tell you what you are. Unemployed and under arrest for embezzling funds from this orphanage. I never. Oh, yes, know. you have. I had my attorneys and accountants look into the books last night, and let me assure you, you will never do it again. Now, gentlemen, take her out. No, turn loose of me. I said, I said, let me go. Stop it. Turn loose of me. Quit. I mean it. Turn me loose. Oh, Sam, how did you do it? Annie, did you mean what you said in the park yesterday about helping you? No, what you said is you were leaving the park. You said I, I love said I love you. And yes, I meant it with all my heart. You were the first one who'd ever stood up for me. You were willing to fight for me. Annie, I love you too. And as a matter of fact, I spent all last night fighting for you. What do you mean? Annie, my full name is Samantha Higgins, and I actually come from a very wealthy family. But about a month ago, I ran away from it all. My family, my home, even my faith. I felt like my life was empty and had no meaning. And then I met you in the park, and I saw how happy you were, and you gave me hope, Annie. I saw the love that you had, and it showed me that God has a purpose for my life, and that's to help others. So I would love if you were able to help me help others. So last night, I had my attorneys drop the adoption papers. That is if you say yes. You're going to adopt me? Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> but what about my friends? Annie, did you not hear me? I own this place. We're gonna find wonderful families for all your friends, but for now, let's just make sure they've had the merriest Christmas ever. Gentlemen, bring it on in. Look, guys, these are all for you. Bring them in. Come on, come on. Everybody take one, here. Merry Christmas. I wonder what you got. Annie, it's just like Jesus said, all things are possible when you believe. <laughs> now come on guys, I have one more Christmas dinner for us at my house and you're all invited and there's more surprises. It's a come Christmas on, miracle, come on. come on! Come on!
feel like they have no home are looking for a home. Sometimes Christmas can be the hardest time for those that have struggled with family, with feeling abandoned. But the greatest gift they found was the ability to believe because all things are possible when you believe. If you can believe God in your situation and in your circumstance, it doesn't have to stay the same. Jesus is able to change it for you. How many of you believe that? Come on. Welcome the praise team back as they come right now. Yeah. 
Welcome, Eddie Williams. pray you enjoy this song. It's simply entitled, I'll Be Home for Christmas. So, no Christmas service would be complete without telling the story about the one that caused it all to happen. Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, hear me now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? 
but will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. for the promised child, the child that was to bring light into the darkness and hope to the nation of Israel. But he would do more than just bring hope to a nation. He would bring hope to the world. So the prophecy was passed from one generation to another. Isaiah's words were repeated and told over and over and over again. For 700 years they waited. For 700 years they watched. For 700 years they prayed. They prayed that the Messiah would come and we would no longer be alone. That Emmanuel would make an appearance and at last God would indeed be with us. Then it happened. A star broke forth and filled the night sky. And as the world looked up, heaven was about to come down. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we've seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where Christ was to be born. They said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. So they came. 70 miles nearly from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph made that long journey. And when they arrived into that city, he couldn't find room. There was no room for him in their hearts, there was no room for him. In their lives, there was no room for him in the end. With labor pains seizing her, jo Joseph frantically searched, being turned away from one door after another until finally one man offered him not a room, but a stable a manger in a small cave. And so the king of the world, king of kings and lord of lords would not make his entrance in a palace, but in a lonely manger. It was a most unusual night. 
you might even say it was a holy night or something special and spectacular was about to take place in that manger as Mary began to go into labor and she struggled with the pain to give birth to the one that she had been promised the night sky was lit with a star a star that looked down on her a star that signaled the shepherds in a field that they didn't need to be afraid anymore but they ought to rejoice because there was a savior born a son had been given not just any son not just any baby but his name would be called Emmanuel God with us and he made his entrance into the world to rescue rescue you rescue me and rescue all that would call on his name shepherds were told of his arrival and they searched him out wise men saw the star and they came looking looking for the one that would finally change the way our lives had been lived break the chains that held us and set the captive free and in that manger song so long ago on that special night the first present came not wrapped in paper and ribbon the first Noah well would be celebrated in that manger with a child wrapped in swaddling clothes shepherds heard they came Herod remained in his palace the scribes and the Pharisees did not go looking but whosoever will those were the ones that found him and so like that night so long ago He's available to those who come looking. What will you do with a gift? The shepherds went to see. The wise men went to give and they gave their best. What can we give today? What is it that he really wants from us? Well, the answer to that question is simple. Our lives, our hearts, our love. So I want to invite you today that on this Christmas service, 
If you don't know him, you can leave this place with the greatest gift you've ever received in your life. You can leave here with more than anything you're going to find under your tree, more than anything that you could hope to receive on Christmas morning. You could leave knowing that you've made him your Lord and Savior and you've made heaven your home. So I want to invite you right now, if you wouldn't stand and pray this prayer with me. Those that have already committed their hearts to the Lord, just pray this prayer in support of others. But if you're praying it for the first time, your life is about to change forever. Would you pray with me now, dear Lord? I understand now that you gave your only begotten son as a gift for me. He laid down his life so I could pick up mine. So today, I receive the gift of Jesus. I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I turn my back on yesterday. I let go of my old life and I open my arms to receive my new life, to receive you as my Lord and King in Jesus' name. Come on, give me a hand clap of praise in this house today. I thought about what happened that night and what took place and how earth was excited, but what you need to understand is heaven was pretty excited too. Amen. Angels had heard the news on high and they were coming to share the event. Welcome the dance team.
I knew one way or another I was going to get a white Christmas. <laughs> Let's give them another big hand. Okay, you can cut the snow now. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, but you're going to see us again before the New Year next Sunday. God bless you all. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, please.